trust God to get back into doing it. See God from creation decided that mankind is the one that he would have relationship with to have fellowship. And somehow it went bad. But God still so desire that this fellowship be restored for man to have fellowship with his maker. And so God has called you, has called me. The truth is that he wants to have fellowship with you and I. Hallelujah. And I pray that as we stay in his presence and hear his word, your heart will be drawn to this truth. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be called unto yourself for fellowship. We ask that, O oh God, your word will come and draw us to yourself and this fellowship that we may stay there continually. And to be found pleasing you on the earth. Because of this fellowship, we will be a peculiar people on the earth. And your will will be done. Therefore, give us understanding hearts to this truth. In Jesus' name, and everyone said... Please, let me hear you when I said amen and I say hallelujah. Your response should be bigger. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 9. The Bible said, God is faithful. By whom you were called into the fellowship of of his son Jesus Christ our Lord Amen God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord now listen carefully the whole calling of God the whole invitation to himself has to do with fellowship with himself, with Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you know that in the beginning when God created man in the book of Genesis where we have the genealogy and we have the full report of how God created man. 
the intentions of God were very clear. God gave man the authority over the earth. Man was in charge. But something very crucial and very important. That is, man will continue to have fellowship with his God. Hallelujah. This is something that God loves and he wants it to continue. Amen. So, brother, sister, I'm not very sure how you are seeing your relationship with God at this particular time. Whether it is good morning, today is another day, Heavenly Father. I'm going and I want you to help me get my money for me, Lord. Pay my school fees. Lord, money for the house. Or sometimes you will just sleep and all of a sudden you just lift up your eyes and you see that the time is far gone and you say, Oh my God, I have overslept too much. And so, Lord, how are you today? Please watch over me as I go. I want to tell you that God wants a relationship with you. Hallelujah. Because scripture says God is faithful. Now, let me talk about faithful. He's being faithful. You see, if you look at the scripture in the, in the NLT version, you, this is what you will see. Go, go, in NLT, it says that God will do this. Praise the Lord. The reason, oh, you, your response, I said praise the Lord. God will do this. What will God do? God will restore the relationship that was there between Adam and himself. So, in Christ Jesus, we are being restored to that fellowship one more time. So, the NLT puts it this way, God will do this. For he is faithful to do what he says. And he has invited you into partnership with his son, Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. Listen. Until we, 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 we get this understanding of the revelation, or we get the revelation of the word of God, sometimes we'll be disturbed for nothing. Now many of us are living below standard. When I say below standard, I simply mean that we do not appreciate Christ Jesus in our lives. We do not appreciate this partnership that God has brought to himself. That today, if you are born again today, you are born again child of God. And your main duty is that you have been restored back to fellowship with God. Hallelujah. And so this morning we want to have a look at it carefully. Because, you see, without understanding, we may think that the, re the reason why we are living in this world is for just fleshly stuff. It is above that. Completely above that. And so I want to say to you this morning, please allow God, having invited you into this fellowship, Allow him to bring you to that understanding 
that you will begin to operate according to this truth, which is fellowship with God. Amen. Fellowship with Jesus Christ. Now, if I can take it from the way the Old Testament explain it, probably it will be better for us to appreciate how much. Let me tell you, God had never, never been very happy with the way Satan destroyed the relationship. Satan's aim of coming to deceive man was as simple as having to come and destroy the relationship that mankind ought to have with his maker, the Lord Jesus Christ. That was the the, the, the thing that he was so jealous of, that's why he came to deceive them and they gave in. And I want you to know that with the coming of Jesus, something good has happened. And we need to get back on this fellowship. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? This fellowship is so important. That it cannot be overemphasized. God in man, Christ in your life, is to bring you to that relationship where you can speak and he will speak and he will guide you, he will direct you, he will let his name be glorified in your life on the earth. Amen. That's the kind of thing God is looking for. Now, let me explain it in the Old Testament. If you can come with me to Second Samuel chapter number 9. We will read a few of it, maybe about 1 to 8. Second Samuel. And I love this very much. Now, David said, Is there still anyone who is left of the house of Saul? That I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. And there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. So when they had called him to David, the king said to him, Are you Ziba? He said, At your service. Praise the Lord. Then the king said, Is there still any, is there still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show kindness of God? Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is lame in his feet. Continue. Is it frozen? Verse number four. All right. I can do it from here. Maybe it's frozen. All right. It's okay. Just bear with us for a second. We were on the third number, the third verse. The scripture says. The king said, There is still someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show, uh, to, sorry, to whom I may show the kindness of God. 
And I love something very important. To whom I may show the kindness of not himself, but God. Praise the Lord. This is where it is showing that it is God who was demonstrating the kind of love towards mankind. The king, then the king sent and brought him out of the house of Masha, the son of Emel, from Lodiba. Now, when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face, prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, here is your servant. Continue. You're going all the way. So David said to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake. And I will restore to you all the land of Saul, your grandfather. And you shall eat Bread at my table continually. Amen. I love this scripture. Everybody pay attention. Then he bowed himself and said, What is your servant that you should look upon such a dead dog? Uh, you should look upon such a dead dog as I. Ah! Listen. We are not going to nine because we don't have time. Listen to me carefully. If you understand you're being born again and the invitation that God has given to you to come to himself. You will not allow anything to distract you. I want you to see the characters involved. God is using this Old Testament scripture to show. Who you are. As Pastor Joe just sang. Who God is. And the kind of love and the invitation he has given to you. Those who may have knowledge about Bible. King David was somebody that Saul was looking for to finish him. Why? Because God used him so mightily. To deliver under the king's soul. And the man was jealous. So his son, Saul's son, Jonathan, was a friend to David. Very tight friends. Unfortunately, the misbehavior of Saul 
affected Jonathan and himself and they died at war. David now becomes the king and still remembers that my friend was Jonathan. I am not looking at Saul and what he did to me. Do you know what is happening here? God is still not looking at what Satan has done to anybody. But is inviting man back to the fellowship that he used to have with Adam. So if I were to use this four characters in this Bible to explain to you 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9 then you will not joke with the invitation fall in fellowship with the Son of God. Amen. If we can use David in this sense as God you will understand it. Then Jonathan's son if you know a bit about Mephibosheth, his history is this. He was not born lame, crippled. He was not. But when the, the, the battle was heating on and somebody was just running with the boy, the boy fell and he became crippled at his feet as Satan has been doing to some of us. Satan has damaged you. You have become worthless. Men are jumping on you. Stealing. Talking. Evil continually. But there is a God. Who is sitting at the table and said. I am still mindful of that individual. Even though he is crippled. I am still looking for. To restore him. Praise the Lord. Listen to me. So this is what God did. Now he looks around and he says. The eye of the Lord is running to and fro in the earth. Is there someone else that I can restore into fellowship. And to bless. God is shouting. God is shouting. I need a fellowship with mankind. This week we had a retreat in this hall for about four days. And as I sat in it continually, I heard this scripture. Read over and over again. What is man that you are so mindful of him? What is the son of man that you so are so you gave him authority over man? Over the earth. The guy messed up. Instead of forsaking him, you didn't do it. Still, you are still searching for him to bring him back. And some eight is there. You can read that. So, what is, so now the question is, what is man? What is man? Who are you? Yet, the love of God will not let you go. Praise the Lord. So the Bible said, 
King David sitting on his throne. All of a sudden he comes and says, Isn't there anybody in the lineage of Saul that I can restore Saul's things to him? Let me tell you, every one of us, me first, if it had not been for Jesus Christ, I was crippled. I was lamed. Satan was riding at my back. I did everything foolish. My ways were contrary. My ways were contrary to God. But God was saying, isn't there Ziba? Ziba, can, I, can you find me? Can you find me? Anybody from the lineage of Saul that I may honor and restore. Who is Ziba? This is the question I want you to think about. Ziba was one of the servants of Saul. He has been preserved and kept. Are you listening to me? Ziba has been preserved and kept to bring Jonathan, Jonathan's son. But you see, Bible did not disclose the state of Mephisobot. It will let you wake up, isn't it? Hallelujah. Mephiboset. Bible didn't disclose. But I can tell you something that happened. The guy has become a puppet. The guy was living in the sun. The guy, nothing was about him that was palatable to show that he was from the lineage of Saul. At this stage, he was nobody. But may I explain to you the love of God. God is still searching. And so Ziba, the servant of Saul, when the king stood up and said, Is there someone who can show me anybody from Saul? They said, There is a servant of Saul. He is still alive. Can we call him? Probably he may know somebody. And when Ziba was called into the presence of King David, King David now said, Ziba, is there somebody? He said, there is still somebody. But he is lame. He is crippled. What does that mean? Do you know the number of people in this life that Satan is sitting at their backs? I was one time sat upon like that. Every nonsense I would do for Satan. And then the king said, Ziba, I pray that today somebody in this church will become a Ziba to go out there 
and bring somebody who is sitting in the mud to be restored unto God. Using this to explain to you the state of every man. So when God called Ziba, and Ziba went and brought this brother, listen to me, when this brother came, Let's go to chapter, let's go to 5, 6, and 7. Then the king sent and brought him out of the house of Mashel, the son of Emel, from Lodiba. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, listen to this, had come to David in his dirty clothes, in his unbefitting circumstance. Ha! He looked at himself. Immediately he fell on his face, prostrated. Then David said, Mephibosheth. He answered, Here is your servant. And then the verse 7 said, David said to him, don't fear. Somebody is here, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Maybe Satan has reading on you for some time. Today, he is overthrown. You will be set free. You will know that there is a God who thinks about you. Hallelujah. And so the said don't be afraid I will surely show you kindness of Jonathan your father's father's sake and I will restore to you all the land of Saul your grandfather and this is the part that blows me and you shall eat bread at my table not once but continually Somebody shout to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, anytime a person gets born again, anytime a person runs to the Lord, anytime a person comes and says, here I am, what has happened is this, that he is restored back into fellowship, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9 that we read, immediately the faithfulness of God, the faithfulness of God in the relationship that God had with, with Adam and Eve, that relationship is restored and in, in the individual is the one who now ought to respond to that fellowship. Praise the Lord. You remember what the scripture says? Watch me. Draw nigher to me and I will draw nigher to you. What does that mean? When you take one step to God, God takes another step to come. When you take another step to God, He takes another step. As long as you are in the flow of walking towards God, He will draw nigher to you and relationship will be restored and the fellowship with Jesus Christ, the Son of God, will be there continually. Amen. Some of us, we were dirty, crippled, 
destroyed. Every foolish thing under the sun was our duty until Christ Jesus sent a zebra. And the zebra came and said, The king is calling you. What am I saying? I pray that you will become a zebra who will bring Mephibosheth that has been destroyed. Who, when he, he was even called, we will get to that soon. The statements were too terrible. Me? Me? That the king is calling me? I'm a dead dog. Ah, you know, brother, sister, this precious blood of Jesus has restored us into fellowship with Jesus Christ. You see, maybe you didn't catch it. May you catch it. Your step into coming into Jesus to receive him as Lord has brought you into fellowship with God. The Bible said, switch back, Anne-Marie. The Bible said, I will surely restore kindness. You know, what is bothering me now? Many people are in the faith. Listen to me carefully, child of God. Who have been bombarded with all kinds of things. And now, many beautiful children of God are miserable. What is the misery about? Lord, I don't have a husband. Lord, I don't have a wife. I don't have money. I don't have this. It's as if God invited us for the supplies of this stuff. May I say to you, please don't misunderstand me. Because you see, God is faithful. Hallelujah. But I just want you to break off from these kinds of things that people have preached. And it has entered into your head. And it is destroying you. Instead of being happy and to know that there is a fellowship that you have been invited into to have communion with God. To be called the daughter of God. To be called the child of God. That has been destroyed and now people are only coming to God because I need a husband, because I need money, because I need a child, because I need that. Let me tell you something. As much as God will restore those things, there is a higher relationship that is with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And do not let anything destroy that in the name of Jesus. We are downplaying what has been, what has taken place in our lives. We carry God. We carry life. And it's about time you saw it like that. It says, I will show you kindness. There is... Abundance of kindness and goodness that God 
has towards everybody. Praise the Lord. And I'm, I just want you, the reason why God led us to hear this is that you understand it better. He says, I will restore your grandfather's lands or land. But I love this matter. You shall eat bread at my table not once, not twice, continually. Continually, my daughter, continually fellowship with Jesus. Continually. And when the message was dropped to this young man, then immediately he said, Ha! No, 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 no. No. So his response were, hmm. Verse 8. His response were, he bowed, he bowed, and said, What is your servant? He's asking. <laughs> David, in this case, God. <laughs> Lord, me who is standing here to share this word with you. I was a dumb dog. I cannot be proud of anything in life. I was heading towards hell. I was a child of disobedience. The devil had me to do any nonsense he wanted. Until a ziba came my way. And the Ziba said, the king is in need of you. And when I got to the table, and I saw my seat has been reserved, I said, what is your servant? Who am I? That you should look upon such dead dog as I. What is it? child of God maybe you don't know maybe you don't understand those of us who have found in Christ Jesus and are still very disturbed because of natural things physical things and because of that we are looking down on such a beautiful restoration and fellowship you know, we are really damaging something precious from heaven. Today, today, may you get understanding and be restored back to that fellowship. Because God has restored you into a fellowship that money cannot buy. God has restored you into something that the eye cannot see, the ear cannot hear, neither can the heart of man perceive. But it is so great and big that, dear brother, don't ever look down on yourself if you have surrendered to Jesus.
Amen. Now you can take me back to my main scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 9. God is faithful. Now you can understand the faithfulness of God. God is faithful. You who were somewhere else, Ziba was sent to fetch you. And it says, by whom you were were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ the Lord. Don't allow nothing to tell you and to look down on you. Don't allow anything to tell you you are nobody. Don't allow, maybe you don't have money in your pocket, so what? Maybe you don't have a husband, so what? Maybe you don't have a work, uh, some job to do, so what? Maybe you don't have... You don't have clothes to put on, so what? Let me tell you something. In your state, you are still the child of the king. Your fellowship is not with with ordinary people below. Your fellowship is with the father and the son. First John chapter 1 verse 3. As I come to a close on this, may we cherish where we have been brought to. See what God says. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. And, our, and truly, our fellowship is with who? The Father. And with His Son. Blessed be the name of Jesus. His Son, Jesus Christ. Can we get back to understanding where God has invited us to? And don't look down on ourselves. Let me tell you, some can boast in chariots. Others can boast in mighty. Others can boast in everything. But let me tell you something. There is something you can boast about. Let those who boast, boast in the fact that they know the Lord and have been invited by the Lord. I don't look down on my Christianity, not at all. I don't use qualifications. I don't use property. What is property? What is qualification? What is fame? I don't use any of them. But blessed be the name of Jesus. One of the things I rejoice about is that God knows me. So I come to a close. Maybe you are here. You have... Maybe you may, you may have come even to church because you are like Mephis Boset. You have been destroyed. Sin is a tag around you. You have been worried about many things. May I say to you, today is your day. Drop it and come to him. I may not see, but spiritually your table is that your chair is at the table of the Lord. If you will come to Jesus, you will be planted by that table continually and you'll be feasting. Other matters in life, God will take care of it. Praise the Lord. I, you know, I rejoice in the fact that 
I have been invited to this table. And you know, I'm also, you see, anytime you come to this table and you hit into the ministry of having to bring others, then you are a Mephibosheth who has been brought to the level of a Ziba who now will catch others who are being walked upon by Satan. You will invite them to the kingdom of God. That's why the Bible says that if any man be in crisis a new creation, the old things are gone. Behold, all things have become new. And it goes on to say that God was in Christ reconciling us to himself and now has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. And so anytime we embark on drawing people back to God, we are a Ziba. We've been promoted to become a servant to bring others who are being ridden upon. And I just love this ministry of Ziba. Maybe you are in this hall today. Maybe you have been here for a long time. And you are uh, Mephibosheth. You are. The truth is that nobody even knows on what goes on in the night. You are dreaming terribly. You are even shy to share the things that happens to you. Maybe you are somebody that. It appears every time you are ready to do something. It doesn't go well. It's as if what is happening. You are now crippled with fear. The king says, don't be afraid. You've been invited into the table. Maybe something happened to you. And you are asking. That thing made you become crippled. You fell. May I say to you, whether I have fallen or not, the king's invitation is this. You have a place at his table. You have a place at his table. And as we get ready to pray, as we bow our heads in prayer, you're saying, Pastor Dennis, I don't know why God sent you as a Ziba to invite me that I may take my place at the table of the Lord. Let me tell you, God is inviting you. You may not see with your eye now. It is only when you have come to the table that you will see your state and would appreciate what God had done. It may be somebody who says that, Pastor Dennis, you don't know how I've been crying inside of me. I look at many people and I say, Lord, what is wrong with me? Today God says, Ziba has been sent for you. Your duty is to come along to the table. And you are saying, is that so? Yes, I say yes. So if you want to come to the invitation of the Lord Jesus, wherever you are sitting, only lift up your right hand and I will pray for you. God bless you. Lift it up. Don't be shy. God bless you over there too. Somebody God is calling. Please don't be ashamed at all. It's an invitation that is bringing you to the table of the Almighty. Your, your place is reserved. Those of you with your hands up, would you please stand to your feet? Just stand. Don't be ashamed. Just stand. 
See, let me tell you something. The things of God are different. So Ziba now brings. Ziba now brings. And he says, Ah! Mephibosheth, is that you? Come and take your table. And you are saying, I'm a dead dog. Let me tell you. You are not. Because the king says that you now have a permanent place at his table. Those of you who are standing, would you lift up your two hands up as I pray this prayer with you? Let it be so sincere because let me tell you, spiritually you are taking your place at the table of the Lord. Spiritually. Father in heaven, these brethren have been buffeted. There are things going on in their hearts some of them they are ashamed of even to talk about. Some of them are crippled, lame spiritually. But you have sent Ziba. Ziba doesn't have the answer. Ziba is carrying your word. Therefore, I release them in the name of Jesus from this bondage and this depression. Father, as they are ready for you, who has set your table for them, let them walk into the table that they will remain and eat with you continually. For this fellowship that you are inviting them in, let them dwell in this fellowship forever. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those of you with your hands up, standing, say this prayer after me. Let it be your own prayer. My Father, I have heard your voice. And I come to you now. Because you have invited me. I'm a sinner. I've been crippled by sin. But I thank you for inviting me to your table. Lord, wash me by your blood right now. And let me sit at your table, not only for today, but continually the rest of my life. I thank you. I bless you, Lord Jesus, that your blood is sanctifying me. I'm no longer a dead dog. I have a place with you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for this joy and for this release that you have brought to me. Thank you, Father, for these ones. In Jesus' name, Amen. Please take your seats and after church, just meet me in front here for a short time. Amen. Shall I pray as we close the service, Lord? Thank you. Thank you. I pray the Lord, we are walking out of here with understanding that our place is guaranteed at your table for a continuous fellowship. 
Lord, I pray for everyone today. Oh, Holy Father, your children are beautiful. Let them see the table that they have, you have prepared for them. And let them dwell there continually without a break. Lord, not, let none of us feel as if there is no hope. Your, your place or your table has enough to eat. Has enough to restore. Please open the eyes of each one of us to see the restoration especially to fellowship with you and the blessings of God that you add no sorrow to it. Lord, anybody that Satan has stolen from, I thank you that by the word of the Lord is restored in the name of Jesus. I pray that the joy will be the portion of each one of us. And now, Lord, we ask that you will bless our offerings and tithes as we bring them to you. We also ask that you will show your kindness to us in our going and coming and cause your face to shine upon us. Let the peace that we have received from the invitation to your table be forever. May the Lord bless you and keep you all. In Jesus' name and everyone said, one more time I said in Jesus' name and everyone said, God richly bless you. If